Hey there, this is Andrew bringing you another Keyforge deck reveal and review. Let's look at a Dark Tidings deck here. Alright. We have She Who Knocks Down Strange Park. I'm going to guess, hmm, I'm going to guess this is Untamed, Star Alliance, and Unfathomable. Ooh, I got Untamed and Unfathomable. Not Star Alliance, but we did get Sarian. That's fun. So I'm hoping for Burst in the Untamed. I'm hoping for a lot of disruption in the Unfathomable and maybe a little Amber Control. Um, these actually pair well in terms of just being able to constantly exhaust things sometimes or push them into hands. They share some similarities there. And then in Sarian, I'm hoping for Amber Control, uh, some Board Control as well. And, uh, hey, we'll find out. She who knocks down Strange Park. Uh, we'll be starting with Sarian, because two use. Wow. Ooh, Hedonistic Intent. Gain the Amber, exalt each flank creature. That's fun. We have a Pterodactyl, which enters play stun, but it's 12 power. Deals four only four to the thing it fights, but deals four damage to the, the neighbors as well. That's a fun effect. Altruist Rostrum moves an amber from a creature to another creature when it actions. That could be pretty nice with the Hedonistic Intent if you have the Altruist Rostrum out early. Lapisaurus gives us some taunt. It's a four power, two armor, beast with taunt, and before while attacking an enemy creature's game before a fight, exalt this creature. I was thinking there was no taunt in Sarian, but yeah, there is. There's Laposaurus. Magistravita is a five-powered dinosaur with play reap. You may exalt a friendly non-Sarian creature if you do reap with it. We'll see what reap effects we get later on. Hoping for some good ones in um, in Unfathomable, especially. Ooh, Medicus Lacus comes out early. We're into the commons now. But uh, this says, while the tide is high, you may spend amber on friendly creatures as if it were in your pool. Always nicer if you have a key cheat to go with this. Maybe we'll get one in Untamed, though. Then we have Spoils of Battle. This one with an extra capture icon on it. So here you gain an amber, capture onto one of your creatures, and then a friendly creature captures one. So you can capture onto two different ones, and then each creature with amber on it captures one from its opponent. That's great, and that's really nice with the Medicus Lacus if we can keep it alive, let's say, behind the Laposaurus. So, hey, I like it. Another Spoils of Battle. Cool. Third Spoils of Battle. All right, we really want to keep that uh, that Medicus Lacus alive. Ooh. We have Undignathus. Great if we get a Waste Knot later, but Undignathus is a 12-power beast. It does the full 12 power, unless the tide is low, in which case it does no damage when it fights. So, uh, really nice for taking out threats when it's your turn. we got a second Undignathus, this one with a capture icon. Where are these capture icons coming from? My guess is Guilt Spine Netcaster. We'll see. 
Venator Altum is a 7 power dinosaur and soldier with 2 armor. After it's dealt damage, if the tide is low, you exalt it, which actually could be bad for your opponent if you have, if we get a key uh, frog and the Medica Slackus. We'll see. All right, that's it for Saurian. Now I was trying to see if we do get a key for a key frog later, if we have a way to kill the key frog on our Saurian turn, and it does not seem like there is a way. So if we're gonna do, get a key frog and do a Lacus key frog combo, we're going to have to have a way to have Lacus stay on the board and then kill the key frog on a uh, on an untamed turn. But we get unfathomable first. Hey, we start with Corrode. It's an action with an amber. When you play it, you choose one. You destroy an artifact, or you destroy an upgrade, or you destroy a creature with armor. I love this card. Wouldn't be sad to see two. You can obviously you can destroy your own creature with armor, but it's just a really versatile card. The fact that you can destroy an artifact, but you could also destroy an upgrade. Let's say your opponent has an encounter suit on a creature. This is really good. Cup of Water is an action with an amber. When you play it, you stun each cyborg and each robot creature. A lot of uh, anti-Logos hate there. Then we go straight from rares into uncommons with Call of the Void. It's an action with an amber. You exhaust a creature, but if it was already exhausted, you destroy it instead, and its controller loses one. A little bit of creature control and amber control packed into one. That's great. We have a second one, this one with a capture icon. It'd be nice to get like a Recusal's Chant later, so we can maybe do the Recusal, like take the tie, do the Recusal's Chant, play two Call of the Voids, destroy two creatures, they lose two Amber, that'd be great. Flame Gill Enforcer is a six power Aquan that says after your opponent raises the tide, you enrage it, but it has action capture three, that's a really nice effect. And there's a Guilt by a Netcaster, it has enhanced two capture icons, and look, it got a capture icon on itself. And then it has Reap, Exhaust the Creature, which is really nice. Really nice with those Call of the Voids. Uh, if, uh, you know, if we can keep the Netcaster out. And I'm guessing we have a second one here. Yep, there it is. This one with no capture icon on itself. Do we have a third one? No. We're into Horrid Sinan now, who's a four-power beast with poison. Very nice. Got two of those. Um, they're good for taking out annoying threats. Um, oh, we have Maelstrom, which puts each creature on top of its owner's deck in a random order, and then you gain two chains. It's a good way to recover from being behind on board. Um, I feel like with the creatures we have, we probably want to be fighting to keep the board instead of doing this, but we'll see. Sink or Swim, you either exhaust three creatures, or, well, a creature in each of its neighbors, or your opponent discards a random card from their hand you get to choose. They're both okay effects. Wish it had an amber. And then uh, we didn't get a Recusal's Chant here. Um, although the Sink or Swim um, could be, you know, as good with the Call of the Void. Um, and we also have those Netcasters. So maybe it works out nice. And then Wakolia is a three-power beast that has Reap. Keys cost plus two during your opponent's next turn. So a little bit of amber control there. Although, really, most of our amber control in this deck, I think, is going to come from the Saurian and the Spoils of Battle, as well as just some of these capture icons. All right, let's see what we get in Untamed. Start off, we got Blossom Drake. This is a four power dragon that gets plus one power for each artifact in play. Now, have we seen artifacts on our own side? We had the Alturus Rostrum, I believe. 
I think that's it. So it's nice that this is not an artifact heavy deck. So far anyway. And each artifact's text box is considered blank except for traits. That's really cool. <laughs> Just being able to turn off artifacts like that is awesome. Piranha Monkeys, uh, play, reap, deal two damage to each other creature. Really nice board control going on there. Um, might be a discard sometimes depending on what you have on the board, but if you need it, you need it. Cross Porpoises is an action with an amber that raises the tide and enrages two enemy creatures. Very nice. I like that card. We do have Fangtooth Cavern, which is an artifact with an amber that says at the end of your turn, destroy the least powerful creature. That would get turned off by Blossom Drake, but um, I think it's not that great in this deck anyway because we have a lot of small creatures. Uh, not so much in Sarian, but I don't think it's always going to be a card we want in operation anyway, so we're not going to be sad to cover it up with the Blossom Drake. Um, and it gives the Blossom Drake an extra power, so there's that. Growth Surge is an action with an amber that has you give a flank creature three plus one power counters. Its neighbor gets two and the next neighbor gets one. Uh, we don't have an amber mancy to go with it, but this is still a great card. Uh, we could put it on the Drake if that's appropriate or uh, make these big guilt spine netcasters. Um, make Lacus or Lapisaurus bigger. Those are good options too. So fun stuff. Got another growth surge. Nice. Not sad to see that. Myliobe is a four power beast that says while the tide is high, it gets skirmish. And before it fights, you enrage the creature it fights and each of that creature's neighbors. So even if you don't have the tide uh, and you don't get that skirmish, that enrage is going to happen even if the Myliobe dies. That's nice. Persistence hunting. There's that, uh, that exhaust in Untamed that I was talking about. Very nice. Choose a house, exhaust each enemy creature of the chosen house. The fittest is going to get make all our creatures plus one power. That's nice. Another the fittest. Not sad to see that. Okay. Way of the Pixie is an upgrade that gives a creature reap gain one. And then lastly, we have Witch of the Dawn, which would be a nice way to get back a creature. But what would we want to get back? We might want to get back the Blossom Drake if the circumstances were right, or maybe we decide we need to get back the, the uh, Flame Gill Enforcer, or maybe the Medicus Lacus. Now, we don't have a Key Frog, so we don't have any Kichi in this deck, which means for the Lacus, for us to forge with the Lacus, we need the opponent to not raise the tide. And that is, you know, that's a little sad, but. Um, but that means, you know, Lacus is providing pressure where sometimes the opponent may need to take chains and that could help us win too. Let me count the pips here because I feel like there's a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen amber pips. Fifteen raw amber pips. That's pretty high. Um, and then we're going to have big creatures. We're, I think this is pretty okay. I, it's not my favorite Unfathomable, but it does some control. That's good. And then um, and then lots of board control in the in the Sarian just from having big creatures. Uh, how many creatures do we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 14, 15, 16, 
17. That's that's pretty normal. That's pretty average. So that seems okay. We have good our artifact control. Um, we don't have board wipes, but I think our creatures are big enough to do pretty good work. And oh, we do have that maelstrom if it comes down to it. And we have ways to uh, exhaust enemy creatures. So I think I think we have a lot of good options. Um, that seems pretty good. I'm I'm excited to try it out. I think it probably because of the lack of you know like a key cheat i think it, that's going to hurt it a little doesn't have a lot of board wipes um i think i still think i want to give it a 70. let's see what uh what decks of keyboard says i think it's pretty reasonable and i'll pause and we'll find out uh so i say 70 and oh man decks of keyboards is being harsh to me 64 doesn't like it um doesn't think it has that high of an e i guess that's maybe fair but eh, i think it's unfair negative speed i can see why not a lot of disruption pretty decent creature control though decent amber control not a lot but um i think you're giving it a little bit of a hard time there dex of keyboard i think i think it's better than you think um but i just like dex so maybe maybe i'm maybe i'm reading it wrong all right uh but anyway that is she who knocks down strange park um, hope you enjoyed and that you'll get out and forge some keys.